Welcome to another episode of the Halloween Podcast. I am your host, Lyle Perez, and today I have a guest that is, I'm assuming, far beyond the pond over here. <laughs> I have my good friend Lassa on. Lassa, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me as a guest on here. Um, I am Lasse Vogt. I am a German filmmaker, podcaster, YouTube critic and soundtrack reviewer. Um, all my stuff is, um, you know, you can find all my stuff on YouTube. I have uh, a po podcast called Fans About Films, where I talk with fans about films and also with composers about music. So there you have it. And uh, at the end of this episode, for all of the Halloween podcast listeners, me and Lassa, we have a, an announcement, but that's for the end of the show. And for right now, the topic that we're going to discuss in this episode is the King of Queens Halloween episode. Lassa, do you ever remember watching this one? No, no. This was actually my first time watching that particular episode. Um, was kind of weird, you know, but I love the show, you know. I didn't really grow up with it, but I discovered it uh, kind of early and uh, watched it whenever I could. You know, it, it aired uh, in certain places in Germany and I had... Uh, a few seasons on DVD not all of them but I really really like it I still watch some episodes um, every now and then and but this one was totally new to me yeah it's it's a really fun episode and in order to understand a lot of the the aspects that go on in the in the episode you really need to like be aware of what happens in the season or more or less what happens in the show itself because you got to know the characters you got to know about uh, Doug who's the who's the main character and uh, Carrie their relationship with uh, Arthur who's the dad and and so on and so forth but i mean watching this episode it, it's one of those those kinds of episodes that you don't necessarily have to know what what's going on but um it does help to know their relationships yeah yeah totally yeah so this episode we're talking about king of queens season four episode six trick or treat and this one originally aired on october 29th 2001 so just about the right time. <laughs> just about. And just to give you a quick synopsis of the show, The King of Queens is an American sitcom that aired on CBS from September 21st, 1998, all the way until May 14th, 2007. With 207 episodes, they only did one Halloween-themed episode. I can't believe that. I actually can believe that. <laughs> you can? Yeah, because, um, you know, they, uh, for the majority of the show, you know, they don't have a kid. And Halloween is still something that's kind of like, not as much as Christmas, but like it, it, it's pretty, it's kind of like family related. You know, I mean, all the kids go around and say, uh, you know, doing the trick or treating. And that's the more interesting part than just sitting at home and waiting for certain people to come over. So... I get that there isn't a lot of Halloween-related content on this show. You know, they're a, a couple with no child. They have a very old child uh, living in the basement. But uh, it's, it, it's, it's not quite the same. <laughs> yeah, it's not, I, I guess that's right. But the, Christmas can also be seen as, as a kid holiday. And I, I believe they did one every single season except for the last. Mm -hmm. So they had about eight of them or so i don't know i don't remember how many seasons it might have been eight seasons they did so they had seven christmas episodes in their run and only one halloween yeah yeah sounds about right but yeah so uh let's see the show stars kevin james as doug heffernan leah remini as his wife carrie heffernan can't even say that heffernan and jerry stiller as carrie's crazy father arthur yes indeed and i I just love the constellation of the characters. I, I really like the premise. I, I like I like the people who, who are in it. Uh, I, I really think they do a good job. It's always funny. It's always relatable. 
yeah, it's just always fun. It is a fun show. I, I don't remember watching it much as a kid, but I do remember watching it a lot as an adult. And I still watch it to this day because it's on the TV Guide channel. Oh, I think that's what it's called. No, TV Land. TV Land channel. It's on there pretty much almost every night, or at least it used to be recently in the past, I don't know, seven days or ago. They started airing Two and a Half Men instead of The King of Queens. But... Mm just like yesterday i think they were airing king of queens in the same spot as as two and a half men so i don't know what they're doing with the scheduling sometimes it's on sometimes it's not but uh, yeah it, it's still on i still watch it constantly oh yeah because it's not really you know, a show for kids um it, it's certainly something that kids can watch but there's a lot of like um like in, in a in a kind of like pg-13 way but there's kind of like a lot of uh sex related content um on it like uh, the way they talk uh, with each other about their relationship and their um shall i say um needs and stuff like that you know <laughs> this <laughs> there's some stuff in it that's not that suitable for kids so it makes sense that um you didn't really watch it when you were younger yeah well i mean it came out in 1998 i was 14 somewhere around there when when this came out so uh, I, I was just getting into high school and but it went on until 2007 so 2007 i was what 26 or so 25 somewhere around there so i, I should have watched it when it was airing new but for whatever reason i never saw it new I, it was always in reruns syndication ah all right i actually have the very first season on dvd i think the episode uh, like season one and season five did you ever like uh, do you own some of the series i only own them as far as what's on itunes because like i said uh -huh. i i get so many things out of itunes that when somebody gives me an itunes card i just buy sitcoms with them i have so much storage in my phone and i have so much time so a lot of commuting and no i don't watch these when i'm commuting but i do listen to them a lot and I used to work for a company called Berg Electric that I've talked about numerous times, and I worked in the accounting department. So I had so much time on my hands, sitting in front of a computer, punching numbers, adding stuff, doing whatever I needed to do. So I had earbuds in, and there was only so many podcasts that I could listen to. So I started listening to sitcoms and that's kind of how i got into king of queens i got into a lot of the shows i used to watch as a kid we had family matters home improvement full house all of those were all i i took them all off of itunes because at the time that was the only place you can really get them other than buying the dvds so uh netflix at the time they didn't really have much of a selection the online streaming was just getting big at that point so i would either have to you know wait for the dvds to come in the mail and all that stuff so the best way i could have done it was through itunes because i um, mentioned that i have a first season on dvd for a very specific reason because it might be the worst dvd transfer i've ever seen it's it's like you know it's like they took like like a vhs and it didn't do anything about it. Just kind of like put it on a DVD and uh, and ran with it. Like it's it's four to three aspect ratio. The whole picture is kind of blurry. It's kind of like they, they, they smeared like Vaseline on the lens. It's it's so it looks so incredibly cheap. Like I actually can't believe that this is on a DVD. It, it's really weird. I, I don't know if like I I own like a an older DVD and they did anything about it with a later um like, like with a later version but it looks so awful <laughs> you need to stay away from those german knockoffs man oh <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not a german knockoff it's just <laughs> it was just a really really bad transfer job yeah i guess it could have been bad transfer it happens all the time a lot of the a lot of the uh, companies don't want to spend a lot of money into the production, so they'll just throw them out there to see what happens, and you might have gotten one from there. It might be, I don't know, but it's, it's really it looks it looks so atrocious. Like it's actually kind of kind of amazing. It, it's it's kind of like sometimes it looks like you're watching a 3D movie, but without the glasses. 
Oh, okay. It, it's that it, it's that blurry sometimes. It's it's so weird. Yeah, that doesn't sound appealing at all. <laughs> yeah, but but the show was funny enough, so you you stuck with it. You know, I, I didn't notice it when I was younger, but uh, lately I, I think I rewatched it, and I was like, wow, this looks really bad. Yeah, I, I guess it, it might have been too that uh, now that we have a lot of a lot of computer graphics and a lot of of better quality stuff now that we watch older stuff it kind of we kind of look at it going huh, it, it could be better I, i've seen better but, it, but it's so weird because you know you watch movies from like the 50s on dvd and they look great they do like, like, like you know you psycho on dvd like some like it hot on dvd you know they are much older films so it would be much more excusable for it to kind of look bad on dvd or even blu-ray and it looks amazing so this from 1998 there's really no excuse of why it looks like crap, except for maybe they didn't have the highest resolution cameras when they filmed the first season. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? But, I mean, we're not talking about that anymore. We're talking about season four. <laughs> season four was uh, shot a lot better, I would say. So yes, yes. let's get back on track. Uh, let me give you a quick synopsis of the episode that we saw. It is a Halloween episode for the Halloween podcast, what we're doing. And uh, in this episode, Arthur, who is Carrie's dad, has a heart attack, or a sort of a heart attack, after Doug accidentally scares him on Halloween. <laughs> and that's pretty and, much it. Yeah, and, and actually, uh, taking this synopsis out of context, you expect something kind of different from this episode. Another circumstance, because, you know, Halloween and scaring something, you expect something like with a with a costume, you know, trick or treat, but it's actually, the circumstances are different. Oh, they are very different. So in order for us to find out what those are, we watched the episode, we took notes. So let's get right into it. So opening scene, Doug and his friend Deacon are at some form of store. It, it kind of looks like a CVS or a drugstore. Do you guys have those over there? Um, we, we have uh, something similar to drugstores or like a, a smaller supermarkets. Um, there are uh, different chains. But um, I, I, t I totally, I totally get it. Yeah, awesome. So they're they're at the store and they're looking for a Halloween costume for Deacon's son Kirby. Doug, he doesn't want to be there. He immediately makes it clear that he does not want to be there. I think his the first line is that he wants to go home already, and that's like the opening line. <laughs> Yeah, that's how we start uh, the best episodes. Doug is trying to hurry Deacon along, and Deacon's there looking for for a, a costume for his son. His son wants to be a superhero, but Deacon wants... He doesn't know of any black superheroes that he can be, so Doug tells him to, to dress Kirby up as Shaft, you know, the uh, <laughs> private eye. <laughs> that seems to be the, the only black superhero that they can come up with. Yeah, it's, you know... It's Oh, how the times have changed now. Yeah, I mean, Black Panther actually exists since the 60s, so it would have been an excuse, but I don't think it was that well known to the public. No, I don't. unless you were into comics, because at the time, I mean, now Black Panther is everywhere, but at the time, Black Panther, there was nothing to, to tie it to in recent times. Yeah, not really. I think uh, at that time, it was, he still kind of was like a niche character. I mean, remember when Iron Man was a niche character? <laughs> oh yeah, but now I mean, when I go trick or treating with my kids, there's Iron Man's everywhere. Yes, yes. <laughs> so Doug starts grabbing a lot of those big bags of Halloween candy, and Deacon asks him, you know, how many kids are you expecting to come to your house? And Doug replies that the candy's for him, because <laughs> he's a fat guy. <laughs> that's kind of the whole point of a lot of the jokes in King of Queens that he is fat. And his wife is extremely skinny. Yeah, but 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 they never overdo it, in my opinion. No, it's 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 just kind of like part of a show. It's not like when they did um, Mike and Molly, you know, the, the Chuck Lorre sitcom. It was right. kind of like, hey, let's make it like Roseanne, but we will make it all fat jokes. You know, that's kind of a show for the most part. Yeah. And also the the roles uh, Kevin James played in those Adam Sandler comedies. Uh, you know, it's just that one joke, but it's not with actual jokes. It's just, haha, he's fat. And in this show, you know, he's actually a funny character who just happens to be an overweight guy. Yeah, that's that seems to be what's going on. But Deacon, Deacon wants to take 
Kirby to Doug's house to trick or treat. So Doug, he's he, they don't they never really do Halloween probably because like you said earlier they don't have any kids so there's really no reason for them to decorate the house and any of that stuff. So uh, Doug says that you know he'll he'll get a pumpkin just to, to decorate it for for when Kirby comes over. And uh, Deacon finally settles on Darth Vader as Kirby's Halloween costume, which I think was a good yeah. costume to begin with. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, because uh, Darth Vader's voiced by James Earl Jones, but when he takes the mask off, he's a white guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> a white guy. But I don't remember. Did this was in when did this come out? Two thousand one. This had to have been when. Uh, uh, which Star Wars would have been out in two thousand one? Would have been Episode two. I don't know. Episode uh, was episode two out out in two thousand. I think I think uh, episode I think episode two was was actually uh, two thousand two. Let me see. Because yeah, then the then they would have had a reference to to uh, the Phantom Menace, but there was Darth Vader wasn't even in that one. So why would they even have a Darth Vader costume in two thousand and one? Well, because you know, it's uh, it's a famous character. You know, it's it's just uh, something that that never gets old. I mean, they're still remaking that stuff with Darth Vader. And actually, yeah, Attack of the Clones came out in two thousand two, but there was no Darth Vader in it either. So you know, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess they needed they needed a full on black superhero, and apparently Darth Vader fit the bill. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of like a superhero villain, so that counts. Also, I like I like Doug's reaction on the pumpkin. Yeah. Six bucks! It's an orange vegetable with a dent. <laughs> <laughs> ah, pumpkins. Yeah. So um, the next scene, Doug is trying to carve the pumpkin he purchased, but he ends up ruining it. Uh, Carrie and Arthur walk in, and Arthur immediately asks about the pumpkin pumpkin angrily, and he asks what is what it's what it's doing in the house. He grabs it and smashes it right outside the door and he yells that there will be no Halloween in this house and says it's forbidden. <laughs> and Duck, Duck has no idea what's going on and Carrie tells Duck that Halloween is a difficult time for her father and that he hates it. And Duck doesn't like that he can't celebrate Halloween in his own house just because Arthur doesn't like it. And he tries to go out to get another pumpkin, but Carrie stops him. They fight about all his rules, all the weird rules that uh, Arthur is constantly, um, you know, bragging on about. And Duck is sick of it. And Carrie finally talks Duck down, and Arthur comes back in and saying, fun-sized Kit Kats are also forbidden, (laughs) and throws them out the door. (laughs) And then... I think Duck almost is about to punch him. It looks that way. I mean, he didn't, he didn't really care much about the pumpkin, but once he started going after his candy, I mean, because, you know, obviously Fat Joke's fat guy. He needs his candy. And I, there was also another one there about uh, Carrie saying that why does he care so much about um, Halloween? I mean, it's not his Intimates cake. And, and he's, uh, of course, another Fat Joke Intimates cakes are, are really delicious cakes. And he would want that, so yeah. Yeah, and that's when I noticed, uh, I realized about the episode that they are actually just using Halloween as a pretext for Duck and his fights with Arthur and his weird tantrums. And actually, this is not a bad setup, especially since Duck and Carrie usually don't celebrate Halloween anyway. Yeah, but this year, I mean, he Kirby wants to stop by, so Doug loves Kirby, and you know wants to give him a good Halloween experience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's also totally understandable. But now that because uh, Duck always has his beef with Arthur, and now that Arthur, um, you know, says it's forbidden, it's it's even more. Duck is even more eager to like. Oh, now I'm definitely celebrating it. Those that weird old man. You know, he can. Uh, he will see who is the man in the house. <laughs> Yeah, and I really like how much gusto Arthur gives when he says forbidden. He goes, it's forbidden! <laughs> He's always so theatrical. I love it. He is. Jerry Stiller is amazing in this role. Yeah, I totally. Yeah, it's, um, it, I, I loved his part so much. And actually, funny enough, um, his um, a German voice actor, Eckhart Dux, uh, later voiced Gandalf in the Hobbit trilogy. And uh, he replaced the original voice of Gandalf in The Lord of the Rings, Joachim Höppner, who had uh, died before the, the Hobbit came out. So it was really weird because I grew up with this German Arthur voice 
And when I heard that he would play Gandalf, and I was like, oh, this is uh, this is something you uh, will get, you will have to get used to. But actually, it, it didn't take me that long. And now I don't even think about Arthur Spooner when I uh, watch uh, the German version of the Hobbit movies. Oh yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, how could you? I, I don't know. I'm not German. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, next scene, Doug and Deacon, they're back at the at the store, at the same store that they were at earlier. And uh, apparently Darth Vader made Kirby cry. <laughs> Doug tells Deacon, you know, not to bring Kirby by the house because Arthur apparently has forbidden Halloween at their house. And Deacon starts talking about talking to Doug about how he needs to take a, take a stand against Arthur because, I mean, it's not his house. He's just there mooching off of him. And he needs to tell him no. So Doug decides to go full on on Halloween, gets a bunch of decorations. He's going to decorate everywhere. And Deacon goes, he he goes with the Black Power Ranger as Kirby's new costume. Because that's, again, another black superhero. Oh yeah, back then when it was still kind of okay to uh, mark an African-American actor that way with his costume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They even make a joke about that in the new uh, Power Rangers film, like when when they have all these um, uh, different glows around them, and then uh, one of the kids uh, says, I, "I don't know who it, who it was, but there's another kid who is the Black Ranger, and it's not the and it's not the black kid." And he's like, "Hey, I'm black," and then the black kid's like, "No, you're not." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, but yeah, I love stuff like that. You know, kind of like. Um, uh, dodged the bullet there in the new version, you know, they did something right and didn't mark, you know, the the, the different ethnicities that way, but still the girl was pink. I'm kind of mad about that. <laughs> yeah, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. Some things you can't change that quickly. So, um, back at the house. It's now Halloween, and Duck is going crazy decorating the house. There's a witch on the window, <laughs> A ghost hanging down from the ceiling. There's cobwebs and everything. And the doorbell rings and it's Deacon and Kirby. And he's dressed as a Powerpuff Girl. <laughs> Deacon does not like that. This is actually something I wanted to mention. Um, I remember Deacon having a problem with the son acting kind of feminine in other episodes. And I, I always found that kind of insensitive. Yeah, I, I guess it can be a little bit. I mean, n nowadays it wouldn't. It would be more accepted, I guess, than it did. I don't know how many years ago did this come out? Fifteen years ago now, so maybe at the time uh, it, it wasn't as as accepted, I guess. So he didn't he didn't want his kid to go through that type of stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it sounds like it, you know, and it's not, you know, maybe they just wrote it, and I can't tell if they just wrote the character this way, or if, um, you know, actually uh, the showrunners wrote this uh, specifically uh, this way as, as some kind of message, like, like who knows, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of dated, actually, the this kind of gay panic stuff uh, is dated in a kind of uncomfortable way nowadays. Oh yeah, I mean, you, you gotta when you're looking at something from back in the day, you always have to remember it was a different time. Like when Dean Martin used to have all of those roasts. If you watch them now, you would be like, "How in the world did they even make these?" Uh, I remember at one point, Sammy Davis Jr. was uh, being roasted, and they were making a lot of black jokes that you would. I mean, they, they would probably be fired from whatever they were doing at the point. Because at, at one point, they said that Sammy Davis Jr. lived or slept inside a hollowed-out watermelon. And I'm like, whoa, how can you Jesus say that stuff? Jesus Christ. That, that's something not even Seth MacFarlane would do. <laughs> yeah, and, and the whole thing, I mean, we're, we're dating when this came out, but the whole thing with Roseanne and making that uh, racist comment... And that that's from what it was, that is like minor compared to what happened 40 years ago, like in the 70s when they were doing these roasts and stuff, when Archie Bunker was on TV. I mean, it, it, it truly was a, a different time. Yeah, you're totally. I mean, uh, back then you actually had to write angry letters uh, to the network and right now you can't just Twitter about it. It's much easier. It is much easier and everyone seems to get offended nowadays. 
yeah, about everything. Like mm-hmm. even Star Wars. Okay, that's understandable. <laughs> I don't know. But, <laughs> but yeah, back to the show. So, um, yeah, Deacon does not like that uh, Kirby's dressed up as a Powerpuff Girl and he's starting to think that, yeah, Kirby might be gay or something. And they leave when Duck hears Arthur coming, coming in the back room. And Duck calls Arthur to the living room where all the decorations are. Arthur sees the paper ghost and screams. Next thing we see, an ambulance speeding. <laughs> the ambulance. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Like, because uh, you don't really know how much time has passed in this episode. Because mm. at, at this point, Kirby is already out trick or treating, so we know it's nighttime. Especially when we see the outside view of the ambulance, it's dark, so it's it's nighttime. I don't know if this is supposed to be around maybe six o'clock ish. Seven, uh, seven-ish, so, somewhere around there. So the ambulance, the ambulance had to have gotten there really fast because it is as this episode progresses, there is like so much, so many things are happening that would take up a lot of time. So by the end of this episode, it's it's probably like it seems like it would be the next day already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was that was kind of weird for me, you know, keeping up with the time frame. But I, but later I took it like, okay, this is all happening within the same night yeah it, it has to be but okay let, let, let's keep going and you'll see what i'm talking about as we go so they're <laughs> at the hospital now uh carrie's looking for her dad all the nurses they're all dressed up as costumes we had one of the nurse make a joke about ips where doug works that uh if he wants to be convincing about his costume he needs to make sure that people's packages show up two days late and they have a big laugh and he's like oh yeah well i'm a really a ups driver it's not a costume so or IPS, I should say. And we find out that Arthur had a condition called heart ischemia. It wasn't really a heart attack. It was heart ischemia. And I should have looked into exactly what that was, but I didn't. So let's just keep going. Doug, he's he wasn't paying attention to what the doctor was saying and couldn't explain it back to Carrie. And Carrie's like, you should have been paying attention to this stuff. But that's Doug's character. And the doctor comes out and tells tells him that Arthur's fine. It, it was a sudden shock to the system that he uh, he said that Doug tried to scare him to death. Doug confesses about the decorations to Carrie. He says that it was a paper ghost that scared him. It might as well have been an envelope that scared him. <laughs> and I died of laughter. <laughs> That's such a funny line. And the way he delivers yeah. it is, is awesome. Because he's like, he's angry about it like like he he just doesn't in his mind he doesn't understand how arthur could have been scared of of something so dumb (laughs) like i i I don't know but i guess once you hear the story why it kind of makes sense but not really so they go they, they go in to go check on arthur he asks carrie to call his friends to let him know what you know what happened so people don't worry about him and arthur tells Doug the story about why he hates Halloween. His father used to make him go trick-or-treating until his feet were numb because at that time they used to give out fruits, they used to give out pennies, they used to give out little cakes and stuff. So he was very poor. His father was a, uh, uh, I'm assuming he was a drunk and a uh, a gambler, so they never had any money. So when they had the Mm -hmm. opportunity to go out and try to make a couple of extra dollars, then you know arthur would have to go out trick-or-treating all night he would have to repeat houses he would have to change costumes so he can keep going to those same houses and he he kept saying that you know it doesn't feel good to be pitied that's why he doesn't like halloween because of that reason so uh he tells doug that the only bright thing about his childhood was that he used to go to a place called gabe's pizzeria to get lemon ices and that was that was it that was the the best thing about his childhood was those lemon ices yeah of course there's a deeper reason for arthur's hate for halloween and it's actually a really sad story but it's also kind of funny in the way he tells it you know it's just our arthur the lovable weird old man (laughs) yeah lovable (laughs) old man that cranky old man yeah yeah of course but you know we, we kind of love him for his faults and weird tantrums and there's something i wanted to ask because i, I think i've seen it in other like films and, and, and sitcoms and stuff like that do doctors in america actually really dress up on halloween i don't know i've never been to the hospital on halloween so i don't know if they dress up 
I would think not. Mo mostly because of what we were talking about earlier. People would cause a fuss over something so dumb. So I think just to be on the safe side, they don't do it. Yeah, because I've also seen it on Scrubs a lot. And um, it, it, it just kind of seems weird to me because, you know, doctors and, and, and nurses, and this is a very, very serious job. You have to, I think you have to look professional. Also, you never know what kind of patient you get. You know, they, they might actually be scared by you wearing cat ears or some kind of makeup gear or something. So who knows? <laughs> yeah, who knows? I'm, I guess this year I'll go on Halloween just to see if anyone is dressed up in a costume. Yeah, just walking in, then and then uh, and then you when you come in and you see the receptionist uh, wearing like a, a costume or like a, a pair of cat ears, you, you would just scream, "I knew it!" And then you just leave. <laughs> I'd run out the door. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great. I actually, when I'm the next, if I happen to be um, in America uh, around Halloween time, I will try it myself. Cool. I will welcome it. <laughs> yeah, it would be cool. <laughs> Sorry for the tangent, but what was something that really interested me because I'm pretty sure because Halloween is not like that big in Germany. It used to be a much bigger deal when I was younger, or maybe it's it's just because I grew up and I I miss it every time. But um, trick or treating is something that's uh, practiced here, but not like in uh, like in every town or like in every um, area. So it, it's something that's that's kind of random. But um, most most little kids know about it and like to do it. I think uh, most older Germans actually really are against Halloween because they're like, there's enough American stuff in uh, Germany and this actually has nothing to do with German culture. So just leave us alone with the stupid stuff. But you know, I enjoyed it as a kid. I, I really I really liked like throwing parties and go trick or treating. It was always fun. And uh, one, uh, once I actually uh, went with my little brother and I was like dressed up like. I don't know. I, I, I think like like an axe murderer or something. I I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think I mean, like a medieval hack with an axe. It, it's about the same thing here. It, Halloween seemed to be a huge deal when I was a kid, but nowadays it doesn't seem that much of a big deal. But it could also be because yeah, I I am older. I uh, I have grown, so I don't see it the way I used to as a kid. But I mean, there's I, I don't know. I could be misremembering that. When I was going trick-or-treating, there were kids everywhere. And now that I go mm. to take my kids, there's really not that many kids floating around, not that many people handing out candy and stuff. No, yeah, weird. You know, maybe it's really something that's kind of falling onto the wayside. Or maybe you are just living in the wrong area. Who knows how it is in, in other parts. Let's continue. Um, back at the house, the duck is asking Carrie why she never told him about why Arthur hated Halloween. And Carrie's going to start making calls for her dad. Duck is feeling very bad about Arthur and wants to make it up for him and Carrie makes a call but realizes that no one really cares about Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> no one really cares about him. She makes all these calls and it seems like nobody is is caring really. Yeah and also you know it, it kind of seemed like a very thankless role for her for this episode. It's kind of like giving her this useless scenario to give her something to do because Doug uh, does uh, much more stuff in this episode. So it's, you know, it's, it's it kind of seems like just a plot device, but she just hangs around the phone and has some some conversations because it really doesn't go anywhere. It, it doesn't. It just seems like they just did that just to have her on the episode. Mm. <laughs> I mean, he, she, of course, like, is the voice of reason and explains uh, something, but uh, for the most part, she, she really doesn't have that much to do. Yeah, but I mean, it's in this episode, it's mostly Doug and Deacon. So Doug and Deacon, they're driving through the town. They're looking for the Gabes that Arthur used to go to as a kid because uh, he thinks that the, the lemon ices will make him feel better. So Deacon tells Doug about uh, his concerns with Kirby, that he doesn't want him to come out gay. And uh, he, he's really scared that, that maybe he is. And that's, yeah, just more of more or less of the uh, of the gay panic. Yeah, yeah. It sounds so weird talking about this now. Like it, it's kind of sound, it kind of feels wrong. It, it's like you know, and, and people who never who've never heard of a series before might really expect like the worst stuff ever, because it's really not. This is really not the focus. It's just a, a weird little side thing, and and maybe it's also supposed to be fun of because Deacon is a very manly man. Um, it, 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 I, I think uh, this is kind of supposed to make fun of his 
worldview a little bit, kind of like to 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 show his character that this is not everything that matters. You know, it's, it's actually that he actually his character has to learn something, and if if it's for this purpose. This kind of uh, this kind of plot point and everything, you know, I, I really don't mind it that much because they go to they're going to they're going places with this topic uh, near the end of the episode. Uh, we will see about this. Yeah, back to the house. Uh, Carrie is talking to someone and they don't uh, really care um, as usual. And trick or treaters are at the door and Carrie is trying to do both at the same time, but she's fighting with whoever is on the phone. Yeah, in front of the trick or treaters. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's... You know, he really, he really, uh, he really did this cleverly because I, I, I get to read all the paragraphs that involve Carrie, and nothing happens in those paragraphs. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. That's just how the, the how the show progressed. But in the next scene, Doug and Tegan they they try to go to another Gabe's, but it's not the right one. They're looking for that original Gabe's that Arthur went to as a kid. The one with the, yeah. I didn't mention it earlier, but there was, it has a picture of a monkey with a mustache on it in, in the window. Yeah, and that, that really stuck out to Arthur. Because monkeys don't usually have mustaches. It was hilarious. <laughs> exactly. It, was this a thing? Is this like a real chain or is it something that was made up for the show? I've never heard of this, so I'm assuming it's a real chain, but they're in New York. I've, I've never been to New York. The closest I've ever been was uh, Maryland. That's the closest I've ever been to New York. But I, I don't know. It might be a small chain, but the way that they're they're making it seem, it seems like they're going to like thirty different locations, which is making me think: I, How are they doing this in one night? If they're going to that many different games, are they like across the street from each other? Because they they have to be doing some driving, and especially in New York and Queens, wouldn't there be a lot of traffic? Wouldn't there be a lot of um, you know a lot of hell raising from people that that are out on Halloween? So. This is what's making me think that it's it's the, the time frame is just not working because by now it has to be at least nine o'clock, ten o'clock, somewhere around there at this yeah. hour. Maybe you know it's just because the plot says so. I've been to New York several times. I I've never seen a, a train like that, but you know this sounds like some kind of some weird kind of New York thing. This type of stuff, you know, it might be just a made-up restaurant name to give it a, a distinct look. Um, but who knows? It, it might actually be real. Um, I, I really don't know. I don't know either, but I'm going to go ahead and take care of the next scene, too. <laughs> so Carrie's oh. on the phone again, arguing with another person, and that's it. Next scene. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> so, so Duck and Deacon finally found the right one, but the guy working says they are closed, and Duck tries to talk him into giving him some lemon ices, and the worker doesn't care. Um, he... he there's uh, funny stuff because uh, uh, Duck actually tells him uh, what Arthur uh, what Arthur has, you know, what his, what his condition is. Yeah. And then the, the man is, oh, I had something like that. Not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he, and, he uh, looks like a tough New Yorker, that, that worker. Oh, totally. That's uh, that a tough New Yorker restaurant owner if I've ever seen one. Totally. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he goes out to take the trash and Duck locks him out. Or maybe he locks him like um, it, it seems like he, he locked him uh, like in, into the, in the basement. Like it, it seemed like he was going down some stairs. But yeah, maybe either I, that or like an alleyway, like going yeah. to, to the dumpsters where the alleys are. Yeah, exactly. So um, uh, Doug goes over the counter to get ices, but um, and, and he doesn't get the right one at first. They're all yellow. This is banana. This is ananas. <laughs> no, pineapple. <laughs> this is pineapple. So. Um, uh, pineapple is called ananas in Germany. It's always weird to remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but uh, when someone walks in to get a pizza slice, and they try to tell the guy that they are closed, but Doug can't tell him no, and he puts a slice in for the guy and uh, tries to take his order, um, which leads to the, um, the <laughs> which leads to the line, um, Coke, you said. Pepsi okay? This is such a 90s thing, it, I think. <laughs> but you know what? It still happens today because when I go to a restaurant or I go to like Taco Bell is probably the biggest place that I go to that does this all the time. I'll go, yeah, l let me get, you know, whatever, whatever. And then they go, okay, well, what kind of drink do you want? And I say a Coke and they say it was Pepsi okay. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. It's practically the same thing. 
Yeah, that's that's why I don't get because all of my family kind of like hates Pepsi whenever we are. I mean, we don't drink that much soda anyway. We are much like you know sparkling water guys. But uh, whenever it's it's like uh, they they care for a Coke, you know, and there's no Coke, just Pepsi, you know, they just they hate that. And I really don't get it. You know, it, it doesn't taste that much different. I, I think it's fine. You know, yeah, what, it, whatever, whatever. It's about the same. Coke is probably a little bit sweeter than mm. Pepsi, but other than that, that's 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 it really. Pepsi kind of uh, tastes more American to me. <laughs> <laughs> what does American taste like? I don't know. It, it, it's 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 a weird. It's just weird, you know, because I don't uh, because in, in Germany uh, I mostly because if I ever take soda because I rarely do. You know, I I usually take Coke because most places sell Coke. Um, that sounds weird. Coca Cola. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm talking about Coke the drink, not Coke the you know. Um, but um, in, in America, you find much more places where they just sell Pepsi. So it just Pepsi is much more like an American thing to me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's just a little, uh, you know, just a little weird story. So um, Deacon and the guy talk and the guy tells him that his... Uh, yeah, and Deacon tells him that his son is gay, but he still loves him because the guy mentions like the gay pride parade that kind of um, uh, held back traffic for a bit. See, and, and that's another thing. They would have been traffic because of the parade. So how are they getting all of this done like in one night? I, I don't understand. Maybe the guy drove uptown and they drove downtown. I, who cares? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I care. And, and also, and also, I mean, a duck is, uh, uh, you know, uh, an IPS man. He might know, you know, some secret streets. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's my theory. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, um, and the, the worker bangs on the door to let them in, and Duck and Deacon run out the door, and the, the guy who wanted uh, to take the order, he he's just staying so, hey, they even brought in a little acceptance message and at the um, at the end, considering Deacon's son. That's nice, at least, you know? So it, it kind of went somewhere because it's kind of like a focus on the app uh, uh, for, for a brief uh, plot point and how they, how they bring it back, how they kind of wrap it up. It, it's, you know, it, it's kind of nice. Yeah, it seems like they just added it just so they can kind of just give closure to that because I, I don't remember if later on in the season they continue with the with the Kirby being very feminine stuff. So I think this is, it, it would seem right for them to just end that sort of timeline, I guess, just to just end, end it there, that storyline, and not mention it anymore after that. Yeah, I remember it being the focus of some, not really the focus but like um like plot points in some other episodes uh, but i don't remember if it was if it was in an earlier or in a later season yeah but th that guy that wanted the slice and the coke or the the pepsi uh that that actor has been an extra in so many of these episodes i, I don't remember the name of the actor himself but he played so many different one one act characters in this series that uh, he had to have been like a friend of Kevin James or something because he shows up in in about twenty episodes. Yeah, because if they kind of how they introduced him and how his role in this episode is, I was like, is this someone? He might be someone. So someone kind of like special. Is this some kind of cameo? Who knows? But there was definitely something going on there. Yeah, but he'll he'll show up in in a lot of other episodes. But uh, okay, so they um, oh yeah, they're back at the hospital. Doug leaves the bag of ices in front of Arthur because Arthur is he's like he's not asleep, but he's having he, his eyes are closed. It's dark in there, and the the monkey with the mustache makes Arthur scream again. <laughs> and Doug like closed the door right as Arthur started screaming, and luckily we like move forward and um the the doctor comes out and says yeah he's fine there's no more damage to the heart but i mean doug really needs to stop scaring him but it's yeah. halloween you're supposed to be scared <laughs> yeah but <laughs> i mean, no, you have to be gentle with an old man like that <laughs> i guess <laughs> but God, because i was like why because in the next scene 
Duck and Arthur are enjoying some lemon ices, and uh, Arthur, yeah, just really likes it. And so I was like, why was he screaming? Was it just like, uh, wasn't it really, uh, you know, um, him being afraid? Maybe it was just like uh, some kind of shock, and all the childhood flashbacks just um, came through him again because it, it sounded like, you know, a panic, but it might be something else. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't understand that either because it, it was, a, you know, he remembers the monkey with the mustache and he says it, it was a really good place in, in his life. So why would he scream? Yeah, they needed like a big punchline for the episode, like like something to 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 bring it back again because it worked so so well the first time. <laughs> and yeah. Speaking I, of. I don't know. Speaking of, Arthur has a little daydream about him being uh, at Gabe's as a kid and yells lemon ices to the guy. And that's, that's funny because um, Doug uh, kind of like imitated him um, a, a few scenes earlier. When I, I'm just I, I just seeing him uh, like, you know, uh, walking up to the counter and screaming lemon ices. I don't think he screamed <laughs> like that when he was a kid because I think it would have been much fun, uh, much much funnier if they actually dub- overdubbed the kid with like a deep voice <laughs> if they would have done arthur's voice as, as yeah. screaming lemon ices yeah that would have been funnier in my opinion but uh, overall the flashback is really great <laughs> yeah I, I i've seen this episode a number of times on tv because the, the one we saw was off of uh the itunes version and the, the itunes one has all of the um, extra scenes in it like nothing's cut out and in the in the TV version, that one is cut out completely. The last scene, they they don't even show it. Oh, they end it after um, um, the scream. After the scream, yeah. Oh, that's too bad because I think it's a nice little wrap up of the whole thing. It like is. I think actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I think it's actually you know kind of like a sweet ending for this episode, even though the episode really doesn't have a lot to do with Halloween. Yeah, it, 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 some of the main points have to do with Halloween, about, you know, why he doesn't like Halloween, why it keeps scaring him, um, them looking for Halloween costumes. But, yeah, uh, other than that, there's really not much Halloween to the episode. Yeah, it, it's, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's, it's just created as a pretext for some uh, conflict. And, uh, you know, the, the way how the, the trick or treating, you know, that makes sense for Arthur's story. So uh, maybe uh, maybe they had the idea of like um, what what could Arthur like like hate you know and, and how would this concept make sense? Okay, so let's make it Halloween. Like who knows how the writing process went on this? But you know overall, it, you, you don't really get a great like Halloween feeling in this. You know, I think I think other sitcoms did this stuff much better. I'm sure you know it's it's just. Um, it's just yeah, like I said, it's it's just kind of like a thing that needs to be so this particular story can take place. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that. It, it's a Halloween episode, nonetheless, but it it just doesn't really feel very Halloweeny. Maybe because it was two thousand and one, and when I think of good nostalgic Halloween stuff, it's got to be from the nineties. So mm, maybe I mean some of the nineties sitcoms did do it a lot better like home improvement did some really good ones roseanne did a lot of good ones family matters did them uh full house only had about maybe one maybe two but they weren't really halloween specific um who else did some hanging with mr cooper did did a a couple of good ones and those are all 90s sitcom and this was what 2001 so maybe around this time is when they stopped started fading out all of the good halloween episodes yeah, who knows? I mean, it's a Halloween episode in the same sense that Hook is a Christmas film. You know, it, it just happens to take place uh, at Christmas time, so they also have uh, one more reason to kind of get back um, to London with the family. Yeah, and that Christmas time brings us to our big announcement. Yes, indeed. A perfect segue. Uh, see what I did there. This was this was totally planned, guys. Like I, I really, I really wanted this transition to happen. I wanted to be smooth <laughs> this way. I planned this from the very beginning. Please believe me. I believe you. So, oh, great. for the big announcement, uh, Lassa and I, we actually are going to start another podcast called "It's a '90s Christmas Podcast," and what we're going to do in that uh, in that show. 
we're going to look at every single 90s sitcom and movie and kind of do what we did here. We're going to give it a review, give it a, a walkthrough, kind of give our, our two cents just to give you guys that nostalgic 90s Christmas feeling that we all want. Exactly. And there are several rules to it, and we will explain that uh, in the first episode, of course. So you have plenty of stuff to look forward to. But yeah, it's everything 90s and Christmas related. And we already had a lot of fun recording some stuff, and we will continue to. And we hope you like it. Yeah, we hope you guys tune in. Remember, you can find it on iTunes. Just look up It's a 90s Christmas Podcast. You can find it on Facebook and pretty much wherever wherever you're going to get your podcasts from it's going to show up there eventually we're not sure when it's going to release probably later on this month it might even be at the beginning of next month we're trying to get a lot of shows into the can a lot of good content for you guys once that's done they'll start releasing and you'll get them in your feed so periodically just keep searching it's a 90s christmas podcast on itunes and it's going to show up one day trust us it's going to be a lot of fun you're missing out if you don't listen to it (laughs) definitely so Lassa where can people find you again oh geez where can people find me so you can find me on Facebook Lasse Vogt on Twitter at Lasse Vogt I have a YouTube channel The Depart where um, you can find my short films my movies in five seconds my video reviews most of them in German but uh, who cares and uh, some riff videos also and like I said I am the host of the podcast Fans About Films I have a lot of great guests on there, other podcasters, film fans, soundtrack fans, and also some Hollywood composers. So there's a lot of stuff um, you you can enjoy, and um, I hope you look it up. It's uh, available on SoundCloud and iTunes. Fans about films. Perfect. Make sure you guys check that out. But if you'd like to send the Halloween podcast any questions, comments, or anything like that, you can go ahead and send those to the Halloween podcast at gmail.com. You could also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Halloween podcast. We're also on Twitter at the Halloween pod. If you'd like to support the show, you can do it a couple of different ways. You can go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Those always help. Trust me. You could also go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash the Halloween pod. There's a lot of good bonus content up there for you guys. So get signed up, show us some love, and we'll be good. So Lassa, Lassa, thanks for coming on. And uh, I guess I'll see you when we record It's a 90s Christmas Podcast again. Yes, indeed. Thank you for having me. And your listeners have a spooky night. Yes, spooky night. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening and have a good night. Bye. Bye.